0: I, I was getting angry, I couldn't watch anything cause I would get angry at the fact that I felt like people were already talking about him in the past tense, it bothered the hell out of me. Like, right. It was like already telling like, oh, I remember when we were in the locker room. I'm like, why are you talking about this cat? Like, he ain't here. <laughs>
1: Welcome, welcome. This is another edition of the Ferals Ferrell, Club podcast, coming to you live from Washington, D.C. as your host, that man with the most, meaning mean, the dream from the Chi-Town dream, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to start off, uh, this is our podcast number six. Um, I'm going to start off with the introductions of our, our good brothers and participants of the podcast, first broadcasted live from Columbus, Ohio, the good brother Jason Fears. Um next, I got my brother Manasi Nassi Thornton broadcast live from the warm weather of I'm going to say Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, but we could just call it Miami Yayo Yayo, you know what I'm saying?
2: And then yeah. next
1: uh the, the the number one uh screenwriter, production executive producer and own black owned business owner with uh with the actual uh, I, I want to say the uh, architect of the podcast, Mr. Louis Eugene Brooks, broadcasting live from mm. Holly Weird, as Lo says, but Hollywood. Gee, <laughs> Jizzle. And, and then next, I got my my boy from the Nasty Natty, you know what I'm saying, representing the Red Legs, you know, uh, my man, Milo Lo Hodges. And finally, bringing up the anchor, the rear, my man brought, broadcasting from. I want to say Bowie, Maryland, DMV area, uh, Lester Dale McKinley. Peace and love, peace and love. All right, all right, all right. So um, today we're just going to kick off some topics. Um, Let's just kick it off. It is February 1st, the start of Black History Month. And unfortunately, we have some tragic news uh, dealing with one of the all-time greats in basketball, if not the greatest. Um,
3: and I think it's, it's, it's warranted that we, we give him a talk about the death, the legacy, and the influence of Kobe Bryant. Um, first
1: of all, I'm just going to give, give some, some aspects of the impact he had to basketball, the impact he had on the world, and the impact that he had uh, just on the, the, the community of Los Angeles for the past couple of days, man. You can see all the um, the love and 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 the, and the actual. Uh, I want to say how how much they cherished that brother, even though he you know he was a brother from Philadelphia. You know he came into um, the NBA from high school. You know he had aspirations of being the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, and he he also just showed the world how hard you can work and achieve you know your dream if you put your mind to it. Um, I think the death of Kobe was probably the most tragic thing I've I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, My parents talk about, you know, the death of Martin Luther King and, you know, the death of JFK and other, you know, I guess matriarchs or or patriarchs of their era. And for me, being a 43-year-old man, this was probably one of the worst uh, tragedies I've ever seen in my life. So it impacted me heavily. I had to tap out for a couple of days, you know. I didn't even talk to my parents for about a day because it just it just affected me so bad. Um, me being a basketball fan, and then me thinking about his his family and his kids and his wife, and then the impact he had on the city of Los Angeles. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let um, Ferris chime in and give his thoughts. Um, again, we we don't want to just restrict the time of talking about Kobe because Kobe deserves every time and every moment that we talk about him. Um, Fees, what are your thoughts on, on Kobe's uh, NBA legacy and influence?
2: Well, um, first, I just want to uh, shout out not only Kobe and Gianna, but I want to shout out the other seven uh, that were also on the plane. Uh, the baseball coach, his wife, his daughter, the pilot, um, the other two players. Um, I can imagine, you know, what they must be going through. Um, And it's not getting talked about. It's not, they're not being uh, viewed as, as such. I mean, it's just the way that it is, but definitely shout out to those families and everybody that was affected by that. Um, But I mean, yeah, this was devastating. I mean, I know, you know, like me said, it's 43. We've had a lot of tragedies and people go down. I think honestly, the only other time as far as someone in the light and a famous light, I should say that that hit me like that for whatever reason was Aaliyah. Um that, that one hurt hurt me real bad. And this is probably this the next one that hit me probably a little bit more. And uh I wasn't a per se a Kobe fan. I was a basketball fan and I, I grew to actually respect Kobe and um and what what he evolved into, the type of player that he evolved into, into the type of man that he evolved into. And that's kind of really what, what drew me into him was his his basketball prowess and his basketball knowledge and IQ was was self-explanatory. But I, I like to focus on how he really dove into his family later in, in his career. And you could kind of see that, that that became his priority. And as a man of of uh, three children, two daughters specifically, um, one is 15, so she was only two years older than Gianna. And so, I mean, I, it just, it just kind of hit me a little harder. Um, it, and and I didn't expect that. Like Kobe Bryant, like I said, was another basketball player to me, a great basketball player. But it didn't hit me until this happened of how how important that he was to me. Because I, I was I was messed up and it, and it threw me off. But uh, shout shout out to his family. Shout out to Vanessa and the kids and and what they have to the 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 chore that she has ahead of her. I know she has a, a great support system, but just I can only imagine inside those walls um, what, what, you know, what she goes. So just shout out to Kobe and everybody else who was a Kobe fan and just a a father out there of not just daughters, but just kids, period. You know, you never want to see your kids buried. So that's my piece. I respect that
1: brother. Hey, you you touch, you really touched on the fact that, uh, you know, the the daughters are really going to be impacted by this man. And that's just, man, that's just sad, man. Not, you know, not being a girl with a a father in in the household, man, that, that really impacts, you know, especially, I mean, not just daughters, but just kids in general. I mean, the father's just, just the, the, uh, the anchor that holds the house down. Um, again, you know, him and the Gigi had a very deep relationship when it came to basketball. She, you know, you can tell she wanted to be like her dad, man. Um, but I'm, I'm going to throw it over to NAS because I know NAS gives, gives some great insight. Um, Nas, nice. do you do you agree or disagree that this is one of the greatest tragedies of our lifetime? And what are your other thoughts about Kobe?
0: Um, I I do agree. I think that one of the things that we have to take into account is is you know back in the day, like you said, uh, Jay, as far as like Martin Luther King and some of these other greats that were taken away from us in tragic fashion. We now have the internet and and social media, which brings with this twenty four hour news cycle that brings us so much closer to the people that we find in entertainment that you know that we follow in in their lives and so you know unlike back in the day where things were kind of taboo or maybe like rumors like we see these people grow up in front of us like we we kind of grow together you know watching Kobe come into the league at 17 like we knew his story we knew all about him everything about him like the things that he liked the interviews like all of the things that you know, most people wouldn't know about another person unless they were family or, or close friends. We know about these celebrities and stuff. And so I definitely think that it hits harder for a lot of us when someone passes away because we do know a lot more about them than most, than, than, than we should than normally, than we, than we do normally. So um, that, that's one thing that I think stood out to me is just like, you know, the impact that he has worldwide based off of media alone people have never met this guy or anything. And it feels like you lost a cousin or or a brother or something. So I also was, you know, really been out of shape for a couple of days as a father, as a, as a son, as a, you know, a husband, all of those things play a part in these things when you know that life is so fragile, but um, it takes a tragedy for you to be jarred out of your normal everyday, you know, routine. Um, The two, one of the things, a couple of things that, that stood out to me as well about Kobe is, um, his pursuit of, of perfection. Um, you can't deny that this guy just prepared himself to be great. Even if, you know, he didn't know he was going to be great or not, but the preparation to be great was undeniable um, in his pursuit of excellence. Like, to the, to, to the point of almost at fault, like he didn't care who he ran over with that pursuit of excellence. If you weren't in line with that, if you weren't trying to win, if you weren't trying to be excellent, he was. You weren't. You weren't on his wavelength. He didn't have nothing to say to you. Whether you were a teammate, whether you were a coach, it didn't matter. He was on his way. His trajectory was was excellent, and you can't do anything but appreciate that. Now we all know that he was flawed because he was human, and we're all flawed. So the other part of the story for me is just the the ability to be uh, imperfect. Like the dude had to live out this real crazy. Um, you know, in uh, indiscretion in front of the world, his wife, who, you know, has gone through so much dealing with this and dealing with being the wife of somebody so loved and, and powerful, uh, you know, just shout out to her and, and heartfelt love and energy goes out to them in the family to lose a husband and a daughter. All of those things play a part of this, but he, he was able to pull himself up from that tragedy and, and, and live this second life. Like, you know, show people that, yeah, I'm imperfect, but none of us are perfect, so just live the best you can and try to do the best you can. And he did that through philanthropy and through that, you know, the smile that he gave to children and just, you know, right. going out of his right. way to try to help people. That's just an amazing kind of a story. So, no, he wasn't perfect. No, none of us are, but, you know, yes, this is one of the great tragedies of our time.
4: Man, I I, I think people got to get the fuck out of here bringing up his tragedies, man. Like I mean, His tragedy. Uh, bringing up the, 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 the Denver situation, man. I mean, cause th- that shit happened so long ago. I mean, and I don't want to sound insensitive to, to women who've been raped or sexually abused or, or, or anything, but you know what I'm saying? Like in the wake of, of this tragedy, man, I, I just feel like that's just like, like like you ain't got a soul to, to bring, bring up that past or that incident in light of what this tragedy You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, dude, like Kobe, Kobe's riding for the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like he's got four four daughters, you know what I'm saying? He died taking, he he died being a dad to his daughter, taking his daughter to practice, taking his daughter to a practice at a facility that he built so that he could spend more time with his daughter, with his kids. You know, so I just feel like that's just, that shit is just ass, man, when people try to bring up that shit. I don't like it. it it's completely, it's, it's disrespectful. Um,
1: I, I, I just hate it,
4: I, and I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. That was on my heart, man. I just
1: needed to say No, no, no. you are fine, you are fine. Um, it's actually good, Dale, that that you chimed in, because I was going to transition to you and, 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 and Lo. So, Lo, um,
4: Hold on, I still got something to
1: say. I still got. I still oh, got I'm sorry. My fault. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dell. Finish off.
4: I got something to say. Um, this. Uh, this hurting me to my core, man. This hurting me to my core, and I've been, I've been. I'm trying not to get emotional talking about it because I've really been hiding from it. Like I, I can't watch all of the, the the tributes and 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 everything uh, in its entirety because it, it hits home. Uh, his youngest, his youngest daughter. Is the same age of my uh, youngest daughter. My, well, my youngest daughter is six months. His is seven months. And then his next oldest is uh, like three or four, uh, same age as my daughter. Uh, my oldest daughter. My oldest daughter. Her nickname is Gigi. And um, that shit just, Man, like it's it's something about with tragedies. Now it's to me like whenever like any type of like tragedy hits anything all I can think about are kids, innocent children. And I think it hits me now more than ever because I have kids. Before, when I didn't have kids, it didn't impact, I mean, you know, stuff would make me sad, but right. now, it really fucks with, like like really, really, really fucks with me. And all I can think about is those last moments, you know what I'm saying? Because as, uh, I don't know about you all, but I pray to God every day as a father, my prayer is for God to bless me to be able to protect, provide and position those are my right. those are my principles, and I pray to God that I never ever fail and dog to be in those last moments and not be able to protect your child, man, like man that shit hurts like you know to have to tell her it's going to be okay, but you know it ain't going to be okay right, it, right. It, it, it it does something to my soul man so um. Uh, but but much respect to to, to Kobe, um, that man was uh, I, I mean what what I, I, I was so moved by what he did post um, basketball uh, right right like, But what Naz was saying like that man, he he, pract- he he practiced like excellence. he He believed in hard work and doing what you love to do. And I think that it spoke volumes to the success that he had after basketball. You know, he won right. an Oscar, and He won an Oscar, an Emmy. Right. I, he, I don't right. know the other awards, G, but he won all kinds of like cinematic awards that I know that you could speak to. But he did the st- stuff that takes people lifetimes to achieve. Like right. he did right. it. That, he did that in a matter of years, man. So um, I just, and I, I think that it's unfortunate because um uh, his legacy now is going to be his his death is going to trump his what we actually uh uh, uh idolized him for and that was being a, a, an exceptional ball player one of the the greatest you know when you google uh, uh Kobe 20 years from now you know, instead of, you know, seeing all of the highlights and, you know, all of the things that, you know, that he was going to be remembered for anyway, he's going to be remembered by this. And I just think that that's, that that's crazy. And, and it, it, this stuff, it, it makes me, it, it, it's scary, man, because Kobe was just hitting his stride, man, like 41, right. like 40. That's my, that's my dream. Like, I, I have a five-year plan and by my 40s, I plan to be set up. I plan to be able to 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 be in control of my time, to be able to spend all this time that I want with my children, to be able to come and go as I please, to just be able to live and enjoy life. And just as that brother was hitting his stride, man, it took him. It, you know, he was taken away, and it's just you know like it's just it's just scary, man. Um, um, and you know, it just it just sucks. Um, uh, I feel bad for, for Vanessa. Uh, I feel terrible for the, the other families as well. Um, and and one, last, one last thing that I, I also want to say, too, I don't think that the Lakers as an organization get as much credit as they deserve because they did right by Kobe, man. They did right by him. I know the the saying now is give people their flowers while they can smell them. They gave Kobe his flowers when he could smell them, bro. Like his his last year when he was retired, the 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 homage that that everybody and tributes that everybody was doing to him, he felt it. He knew that he was loved. He knew that he was appreciated. And uh, I, I think that uh, the Lakers as an organization don't get enough credit for that. You know, like uh, the. Uh, Punk ass bulls like they don't give Jordan enough credit like he deserves like they need to uh, take a take a take a, uh, a page out of the Lakers book and, and honor that man but I, I just I, I just thought that um you know that that was worth saying man like uh, uh the Lakers did right by him uh, I, I I'm I'm grateful to be have able to witness Kobe uh, I I remember when that brother missed the shots in Utah uh, I, I remember him being drafted. Uh, I, I, we've seen that man grow from a boy to a father, man, and, 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 and an outstanding father. And uh, it, it just hurts, man, because you, you watched that brother grow, you watched him success, and you watched him die by doing the right thing. So it, it just hurts, man. Rest in peace to Kobe. God bless his family. God bless his children. God bless all of the victims. Uh, God bless his children. God bless his parents and his relatives and
1: sisters and
3: everybody, man. God bless.
1: So, look. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna transition over to uh brother Lowe in Cincinnati because I know he got a lot to say. Um, but Lowe, I, I really want to focus on um his true impact, not only to the NBA and, and a lot of points that Dale and Manasseh hit and, and Fierce hit, but what what was his true impact to the world? Like one thing I noticed, Lowe, a lot of the uh international players like Luka Doncic and um uh pretty much all the international players, man, when when he when they heard the news, man, I mean, you know, everybody talks about Jordan's legacy on the game internationally, but I think Kobe had a, a bigger impact uh on the world and globally on basketball. So Lo, this just give me your thoughts on, on Kobe's impact to you and, and, and to the NBA and, and to the world.
5: <clears throat> I would say the biggest thing uh to me to the rest of the world is I think we we said it numerous times. Hard work pays off. Uh, you know, uh, I, I had to go back to so Drake said, but you know, you was shoot with me in the gym. You know, that's that's what Kobe was known for. You know, hard work, uh, showing up before practice. You know, uh, shooting for games, shoot around, going through his repetitions, doing what you got to do. Then he'd go to practice. <laughs> you know, after that, maybe put us more work. As uh, hard work pays off. I mean, that, that's uh, anybody can appreciate uh, people with hard work, the work, the work ethic. You know, it's people it's, they say getting out the mud now. You know, Kobe really get out the mud, and you know, saying so, nothing was given to him. You know, he, he had to really work for everything that he got. So anybody from. Uh, United States to overseas or anyone, they, they can see that. Uh, there's a lot of clips that uh, that I've seen lately that uh, when Kobe talks to the younger generation, that's all he speaks about, you know, be your best, work your hardest. You got to work at it. You got to want it. You know, that all comes back to the Mamba mentality. You know, you, you got to be fit up here first, you know, not to get after it, whatever you want to achieve. You can not achieve it if you put the work in for it. So, and that's—I mean—that's—that's that's outside of basketball. I mean, that's just life in general. You know, you can be a basketball player, uh, a hockey player, a teacher, a doctor. You know, a lawyer. Whatever your profession is, whatever you want. You know, you got to be willing to put that work in each and every day. Then you have to outwork the, the next person next to you. You know, I mean, you got to be willing to do that. You know, that's the, that, that's the kill, that, that's the killer instinct. You know, can, can you, you you will not outwork me. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to get there. You come to the mountaintop with me. So everybody, like I said, I don't care what, what profession you're in. You know, you, you, anybody can respect that. So I mean, that's Kobe's biggest impact, and you know, uh, for me personally, uh, there's some goals that that. Uh, that me and my family have set for each other. And it's like, okay, let's do it. I mean, like it's time, time is short. I I think, I think uh, we kind of forget that uh, being adults, I mean, mid thirties, forties, however we are, you know, I think we forget how short life is until something like this happens. So, I mean, you know, that, that position you want to work, you know, as I say, go after it, you know, that, that, that girl around the corner that you like, you know, go get her. That could be a future wife. Uh, you know, but that, that, that busy one open up. I mean, opening up, but you know, you, you may fail at like the first time, you may fail the second time, but have that mentality and keep going after your hopes and dreams. That's the way you're going to achieve. So I mean, mama mentality is 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 what, you know, everybody should be seeking at this point. Um, because that that's what made Kobe as great as he is, that's what's going to let his legacy uh, live on. is having that mentality. So you know what I mean, shout out to like you said Vanessa, uh, the babies, the other the other families. I mean, this is a, a tragic uh, situation. I Me mean, personally, I deal with death a lot different than others. Uh, at a young age, I mean, I, I lost a father. Uh, then I was around 10 11 when I was 12. And in the 18-month span, I lost uh, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and two aunts. And those were, like, people who were living with us, you know, (laughs) like, really, really bringing me up. So death has always been, oh, man, that's messed up, you know. Keep it moving, you know what I mean? It's never really uh, affected me so much like I see it affects others because, I mean, I've been so used to it, had to go through it. But when this happened, I mean, I really had to sit back. It was like... You know, I feel like I lost a cousin. I lost a brother. Like you know, I didn't know Kobe at all, but it was just how it happened, man. I mean, like real tears. I mean, right, right. I'm 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 on vacation with uh some of my partners. I mean, you, you see grown men, you know, with real tears, and it's like, man, like there's no words to describe this. Um, none at all. It's 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 like. For my lifetime, I mean, I've seen Whitney, I've seen Mike. You know, those are some legends. Uh, but this right here, this is this is something I'm gonna be t- telling my grandkids about. Uh, like we're, we're gonna keep Kobe's name alive. But uh, God bless his family, man. God bless you, brothers. I mean, uh, I don't think we tell each other we we love enough. Man. I love you, brothers, man. Uh, right. Right. I love my family, man. We we gotta. Uh, express ourselves and as Dale just said we got to start giving flowers for people here man you know what I'm saying like that's just that's just what it is we don't do a good enough job of that anything we do so I mean salute to all you brothers uh, salute to our listeners I mean let's let's all get behind this mama mentality love <laughs>
1: Go, um, gee, just give us a, 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 I guess, an in, in depth, I guess, report on when the news broke in in Los Angeles, how how that impacted the city, and and actually how it impacted you and your family.
3: Yeah. Um
1: Take your time, brother. Take
3: your time. Get
6: shit out, man. Um, Kobe was Kobe was Kobe. <clears throat> Kobe was different, man. You know. You know I, I. I'm not crying from I'm not crying from tears like I, I knew Kobe. You know. Uh, you know I've I, I got to meet him. Twice, you know, been around him maybe a few, you know, a little under 10 times in my life. But, you know, to actually speak to him, you know, twice. But that day was crazy, man, because it was, you know, you know how you go outside sometimes and it feels like. Like a cloud sits over the city. It was like that. Before I got the news, you know, I was in my garage, I was editing and I think, I don't know, I got the text. And I went outside just to kind of, cause I knew, I remember getting up and I was like, "Damn, this one of them days I don't want to go nowhere. I just want to stay, I just want to stay in the house. I want to do some work. I was starting my new job the next day and um you know, I you know I, I probably would never say, but I'm like a, I'm like, I'm an emotional guy at times. I beat somebody ass, but you know what I'm saying. I'm emotional, you know, you know. But the, the, it feels like it, it, the city like stopped moving. You know what I mean? It was similar. You know, I, I, in no way I want to compare what what was happening with you know how it felt when I got back from. Dondez with Nip, but you know, um, it's just like the city kind of like you couldn't hear nothing. The normal traffic. You know, I remember getting in my car that night, I drove by to staple center, and um, you know, people started like sleeping, laying out there making pallets or whatever. You know, bringing things, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to get outside the car. Hmm. But more importantly, you know what I mean. I just wanted to kind of speak to like how I always kind of viewed Kobe and Usher. You know, we grew up together. You know, damn near the same age as them. Um, so I always kind of like liking the come up to them. You know what I mean? Like, like kind of being parallel to age group. You know, I was coming out of high school a year after Kobe. And, um, you know, it just felt like one of us, it felt like a teammate made it, you know. So For our generation, you know what I mean? Um, I'm from Chicago, so obviously Jordan is the GOAT. But, um, Kobe, Kobe was just different. And, you know, I get to that, you know, I know I'm all over the place. But I feel like Jordan, with the with the Olympic team, they opened up the international play, right? Got us familiar. That's what the Dream Team did. But Kobe, you know, Kobe kind of you know took it from there. You know, stories. You know, you hit in L.A., bro. You hear stories all day about. Like you know, it's real when you know when people come over here. And you hit the Staples Center. You know they. You know the first thing that you know the Asians would say. You know it's Kobe. That's the that's probably one of the first words they knew or names they knew. Um, but more you know like again like my I, 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 like like as I was saying that day. You know when when the news hit. You know I didn't want to make it about me, but Kobe. My boys play at the Mamba Academy. Mm. That's why I said I've been around him. I see what he was doing. He was pointing to them
3: kids. Mm. And to be, and be two years removed from the league, and win an Oscar, bro. I don't know if y'all know how hard that that is. Take your time, bro. Time,
6: dog. So Kobe had an impact, man. Kobe had his impact. I'm just happy that he got a chance to kind of change his narrative. You know what I mean? You know, because he he was, you could see it was a different Kobe from, you know, what people know, you know, the 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 what people I guess what people call um arrogance. You know, but the new businessman, the new creative, Kobe. The new family well, not new family man, but the family man, Kobe, was a much different person. He spoke to anybody. I remember him getting his hands, you know, at Hollywood, when you could, you know, the Chinese um Theater, when people put their hands and feet down.
3: Y'all know right, that? right.
6: That was during, he got it during the All Star, like the last, that was, I think it was 2011. And that's when I was doing, you know, heavy um, photography. You know what I mean? I was, you know, I was doing a whole bunch of like events and things of that sort. Um, it might have been, two, it was between 2011 2012, whatever All Star game that was here. And I was working as a media. I was a freelance media. Just, you know, people would call me and go around. And, I, you know, because G Media isn't a, um a E or sports center or anything like that, the lesser known media groups were kind of shifted off to the side. Take your
3: time, G. Take your time, man.
6: We was waiting. We was waiting all this time. Now I was getting shots from a distance, but we wanted shots up close.
3: And his head, if
6: you want? Oh man, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry.
1: Nah, brother, that's hey. Salute to you, brother, because that that shows that Kobe had a oh. real impact on your life, brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's the impact I was bringing up earlier. Like, you know, some guys, man, outside of basketball just. Yeah,
6: I just want to make this one point, you know, because. So how it works when you hit the red carpet, just so y'all know. The stars have to hit the main, the main media first. Most often, if they're in a rush, their handlers are going to move them along. And you know you just asked out, but Kobe was like, "No, nah. let me let me let me make sure they get my." That's real, my right pick. Do, Get my pick. So I, I mean, I gotta find those pictures. They went one of my hard drives, but
3: um. That's what what I
6: remember about Kobe, you know my last point is I was in Wilberforce and my boy floyd cousin is um Dickie Simpkins he used to play for the bulls, and this is the first time I met Kobe well it's, you know it's, that's, that's that's a hard one, but um. We waited around for Dicky after the after the game, <laughs> and Kobe was waiting on a bus to get there. Like we're still in the stadium. If you ever waited on somebody after the game, Dicky can't. He had to get dressed, come out, and Kobe. I forget who else. It was a tall guy. They was dressed, and I was like Floyd. What, what you know? He's like they bus ain't got here yet. Kobe was shooting, bro. He was on the other end of the court shooting while he was waiting on Dick, Dickie to come out. So I remember them, you know, I think that was the first game he ever he played Mike in Chicago. Um, so I was a part of that. I saw that game yeah. up close. That's
1: right. Cause it, yeah, it was probably around Christmas. So You're right.
6: You're yep. right. Yep. Because we Floyd came home with me for Christmas. Um, We went to that game. And I was, um, I had great seats. We were like the second row right behind, the, right behind the um, visitor events basketball I mean, court. And um, and then we was like, Floyd was like, yo, can we meet Kobe? Dickey was like, <laughs> I remember that Dicky was like, bro, like I'm supposed to go down there and ask Floyd, ask him this obviously, because that's his cousin. And we was like, yeah, 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 you know. He was like, all right, we'll see. So we walked on the court. And Kobe, he, and at that time, he turned around, what's up, he hit us with that, shook our hand, kept shooting. So it wasn't like the later Kobe, you know what I mean? So only, That's why I said it's, it's for me to say that, you know, I had met him was a little stretch, But I did get to shake his hand. I did get to see kind of, you know, it's crazy to see him have this work after, after the game in a suit. He had, sneakers. he had a sneakers on, but he had a suit on. Wow. And, um, you know, and to be in the stadium at that time, just for me as a little kid growing up there, it was crazy. So anyway, man, I just want to say rest in peace to Kobe, all of the victims. Um, the crushing part is, you know what I mean, like, you know, I, a lot of times, I, you know, Todd couldn't watch all the stuff. I had to step away. And being my first week at this new gig, I just couldn't do it, bro. So, um, but the the Gigi man, the daughter part of it, or the kid, you know, any kid that was on it. I don't want to make it seem like a Kobe and Gigi thing, but the love for the game, you know, and seeing her play and knowing that she probably would have been great. She had already got a scholarship to UConn. You know what I'm saying? Like that was crazy. So um, wow. my prayers go out to the Kobe. I mean, to the family of all the victims. And like you said, like y'all said, I'll never let um i never let Kobe's legacy die. You know? And um oh and there's the other part, last part. That was what I looked at I always looked, you know, I always looked at Kobe as my club. I hate it when he changed his number to 24. <laughs> <laughs> so, they don't they don't yeah. so if you ever see me with a Kobe jersey, uh
1: so Nas, uh hey G, man. Look, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That that's that's what that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Cause I mean, I couldn't imagine um living in the same city of an icon like Kobe.
6: <sighs> yeah, man, man the buses, the buses riding around with with R.I.P. Kobe on the front of the, you know, the like the meter. Yeah. It's different, man. It's different out yeah, here. That's yeah.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> well yeah, uh Nas, it, it, yeah, ask your question, man, because I, I, I'm curious to see what what um uh, what, what point you're about to hit.
0: Well, you had said something earlier that kind of just um, made me think a little bit when you made the statement that you felt that Kobe's legacy was probably larger than Michael Jordan's. Um, yeah. And, and I, I just want to – my question, I guess, question statement maybe is more so of, you know, why, why do you guys think that it takes – we had the same conversation with Nipsey guys. Like, why does it take death to, like, truly – understand and appreciate the greatness of somebody that's done something like, because my, you know, my thought is also, you know, like, you know, what if Mike passed away before Kobe would, you know, would we be having this conversation that Kobe's legacy is better than Mike, Michael Jordan's or, you know, I mean, is it just because of the timing or or what I just yeah. I, I don't this idea that when people pass it's like now they become immoral It's just just doesn't It just doesn't seem fair, you know what I mean? It just doesn't I, I, seem think,
5: I, I, think, I think one thing, Naz, is, is, is the, age, just the age difference. I mean, Mike is kind of like old now. So it's kind of like if Mike passed now, I mean, we'd be tore up. But it'd be like, well, you know, he, he lived a great life. It's like right. it's like Kobe, life's just starting. You know what I mean? Right. We're kind of like, he's our age, but we're growing with Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's the big thing. Uh, with that, um, but at the same time, I mean, I'll go back to a reference of, uh, you know, a Biggie, you know, you're nobody, that somebody kills you. Not that, you know, he got, somebody right. killed him, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, we just, well, de- death is something that, that we all have to deal with, and, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's inevitable. And when we deal with it, uh, people, you know, we're just conditioned, to mourn it that way. And it goes back to again, you know, Kobe did get his flowers while he was here. I mean, we definitely did that for him. But it was like, right. we're at the same age with this man and, and, and the daughter, and just the way, you know, he had the past. That it's like, it's it magnitudes it, it hits so much. Like, I mean, it's like you give even more flowers now. I was like, I mean, the flowers will never stop.
4: Right. I think uh I, I think the reason that um you know people because I've seen people start saying that Kobe's the GOAT now, and uh people are just people people are lost in the moment, you know what I'm saying? And and what I mean by that is when when people die, you know, you start highlighting all of the great things that they've done. You know what I'm saying? And rightfully so, you know, because you you, you wouldn't I wouldn't know like I didn't know the that uh, Kobe built the Mamba uh, Academy Center or whatever it's called um, right but I know of that now because he because he because of this tragedy because of the loss you know what I'm saying so personally for me now that I know all of it he built the, he built the center why he built the center. He was trying. He was. He was instilling greatness into his children. He wanted to spend more time with his children. So this. So his in a combination of what he loved plus building the center and spending time with his kid. Like like I wouldn't have known any of this. So I think that that uh, a big reason for why you know like people start uh, uh, acknowledging greatness and then like oh well you know. He's doing all of these great. Maybe he is greater than Jordan, but the same thing's gonna happen to, to to Jordan when he dies. Like when he dies, they're gonna talk about the 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 hospital that he built, and you know, unless you follow Jordan, you know that these things are happening. But to the to the masses, you won't know about all of the greatness until somebody until somebody dies.
1: So, so I'm, I'm gonna give Jay the last last word. Um, Jay, just from your perspective, you've heard all the testimonies of, of you know, of, of the club, because we are the Pharaohs club. Um, and I know basketball, growing up for you, I mean, we've been knowing each other for over 20 years. Basketball for you wasn't your number one priority because you, you're a football-based type of guy. However, I mean, I guess he gave his testimony and Nass and Lowe hit, hit their points. Um, this summing up, man, I mean, for us, what, what I guess cherishing life means
2: in, in aspects of Kobe's death. Well, you know, to your point, like I said, I never was a, a basketball guy like you guys were. You know, I enjoy it, but that's a sport that never really had a team. You know, I might gravitate to a team, more so players. But even out here in little old Columbus, Ohio, man, I'm talking about I was driving over, picking up the kids the other day, and the, the billboard of where the tire discounters is had RIP Kobe Bryant. Way out here in Columbus, White Castles, McDonald's, gas stations, all got their little, their little boards up where they announced their pricing RIP number 8 or 8% off, 24% off. And, I mean, way out here in Columbus, Ohio, you know what I'm saying? Football, football country. Football town, you know, um, I mean, half the people here don't even follow the Ohio State Buckeye basketball team, but just shows the impact of Kobe. But like everybody else touched on what I also said, I mean, I think Kobe, when he gravitated later in his career, we seen him grow up And the age with us is so similar. He went from that, you know, arrogant basketball player to you could see he, he encompassed a lot more than basketball as he moved on in his career and you could see it. And then like Naz said, with social media, you know, it brought us a lot closer to the players, specifically Kobe and he just captured this. Plus you have to think as far as the international impact, he's got big time international ties. So, you know, he grew up playing in Italy and so people like Luca and Pau Gasol and, and some of these other, other players, they they had a first hand they had a first hand taste of what kobe was doing so then when they saw him on this stage the biggest stage which is the nba as far as basketball he did it they like oh man i need to, i need to do that i need to do that cuz look what he's doing and that was one thing before we go kobe he idolized Jordan. He looked up at Jordan, but he he wanted to take Jordan and to go to the next level with it. Not just like I want to be like Mike, but I'm about to be Mike and better and be, be Mike on steroids. And which which I feel that he was. You know, so he had a huge impact, man. Again, shout out to those girls, man. I can't, I can't stop thinking about the girls. And Jay, just just uh
0: just to to go along with that that pain that you talked about. About as far as the children are concerned, I think this is a good time for us to throw out the idea um, that we have to, as a as a culture and community, um, you know, when it comes to death, a lot of people, like Lo said, deal with it differently. But one thing that we, especially in the black community, need to start for death, like um, life insurance and wills and estates things that you can be getting your, your affairs in order before trap. I mean, we can't assume that you're gonna make it to 60, 70 years old. You can't assume that you're gonna see tomorrow. And what happens is, you know, Kobe obviously is well off. He, he's, he's he, you know, his children are not gonna have to worry about anything, but you know, for real people who deal with death um, and, and assume that you're gonna come home today or, or tonight, it's not always the, the situation. And a lot of times, once that person passes, their the, their affairs are so, you know, uh, you know that everybody is, thinks they know what's best. Uh, does he want to be cremated? Does he want a real funeral? Uh, you know, who gets what? People are going through this, having to go through court to get uh, the funds from their mother or father who passed away because there's no will, there's no state, there's no life insurance um, policies. People have to do these GoFundMe's just to bury their family members. I mean, I think that we have to start having this conversation about, yes, I'm gonna die, and this is the way that I would like Things to happen once that that unfortunate timely passing happens. I just want to kind of get your you guys a feeling on that too. Hey, that's a good point, man. Man,
3: you breaking
1: up bad, bro. To a certain extent, uh, life insurance and wills should be established um, because, again, you know, we. I mean, within this past year and last year, we've had you know, coast you know, brothers and friends that have lost their parents and lost their siblings and things of that sort. Um, and then when it comes, like you said, and that's when it comes down to handling the business of death, right? The business of death, which is something, you know, you can't, um, you're right, man. Establishing a will, establishing a trust or, or some things that, that, that your legacy financially, not only, uh, you know, generation from a generation indeed, you know from a lecture standpoint of having kids, but just financially that you're not leaving your family in debt and things of that sort man that's that's very important man um again, like you said Kobe you know his kids and his and his wife are gonna be taken care of, but man i mean it, it's so many families man that that don't have the advantages that kobe has and and you know um Dale, I, I know you. I, I know you're dying to chime in on this point because it, it kind of goes into like um, you know owning your own, you know, establishing your own, you know, trying to do every, you know, trying to do it, do it on using your own capital and your own resources and not relying on a lot, a lot of people externally. Um, I don't want to bring up his name, but you know, I watched that um, <laughs> that Breakfast Club interview with Dame Dash. You know what I'm saying? And again, I know everybody may not feel some of the stuff he's saying but a lot of stuff he, he does say is is true you know um we do need to establish our own network of things so when we do leave um things to our our, our legacies and, and to our next to the next generation of our families you know we, we're not in debt and, and we're not bogging them down with the, with the burdens that we had when we were on this earth dale what's what's, what's your viewpoint
4: I, I actually, I want I want to pass that over to 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 Low, man, because I know this is something Lowe is super passionate about. I want to hear his his point right. of view, wheels and and, mm-hmm. and everything, leaving uh, your family behind, leaving behind your family when you go.
5: No more chicken fries, man. <clears throat> no more chicken and fish fries, my brothers. My my black people, no more chicken and fish and fries. We 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 can't we can't do that no more. It's so easy get yourself a policy or, you know, j- just something, a documentation stating what you want to do with the assets you do have or the money you do have, who goes, who gets what. Too many times you hear about Aunt Shirley passing and her kids fighting over, you know, her her house, uh, right. fighting over right. her, her bank account.
3: You know, a ring,
5: a, a ring, a, a ring. Uh, is that friendly heirloom? Well, hell, even you know, uh, who, who's gonna take care of her debt that that she left? You know what I mean? And it's and we can get a simple policy. You know, twenty five, thirty dollars a month. You know that protects us from, from from all this heartache and pain because it's it's enough stress that we have to deal with with you know with a, with a loved one being gone. That that that's. That's, that's treacherous, you know, and we have to get past that. Then three days later, we got to figure out how we going to bury her, you know, uh, wh- what does she want? How does she want this? I mean, and it's a, it, it's really a culture thing that, you know, we, we're not accustomed to as African-American black people. Because white people talk about death all the time because they understand right. we're not going to be here. You know, they, they talk about death, they talk about taxes, they talk about investing, you know, uh, credit. All these things that, unfortunately, you know, that we just, you know, we
0: scared from. of we hide from, we're scared of those conversations.
5: Like I mean, Cause God, because because I,
0: I really believe a lot of the two is just, this, you know, God is going to provide. God will take care of it. God, but it, we have to be smarter than that. We have we to prepare.
2: And we, also, we and to, also, a lot of a lot of black folks get into this thing that they feel like you got to have something. You got to have all this wealth and all these riches and houses to be able to make them. So they're like, oh, well, I ain't got no houses. I ain't really got no money, so why I have to do it? And that's, that's not, even, it's not even about that. It's about, you know, th- this is a way to stop the cycle, man. If you can create a policy that gives your people a little something, they can start fresh. They shouldn't be responsible for your debt. And that's how the cycle continues. The the, the greatest
4: way to uh, inherit wealth, man, is by people passing. You know what I'm saying? Like when the, the reason really? that white people, the the reason why white people are, are and that's actually, that's, that's the name of my company. My company is Four Generations Investments because I feel like that's the gap that separates us from where we're supposed All to right. be, generations right. behind. And the reasons why we're generations behind is for this very reason. When white people die, they have inheritances, they have trust, they have all of these things that uh, are passed down, that are inherited, that turn these people who are just average, middle-class workers into millionaires, you know? So um, it, it, it sucks, man. All of y'all points is valid, man. Black people, our people, y'all, y'all we are greater than this. The more you know, the, the the better you do, man. Let's smarten up, let's wise up. But I, 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 got, I got a question. So what- I got a I got a question that I really need to ask because it, it's been bothering me and I can't understand it. You know, like why is it? Because because this Kobe shit doesn't seem real. It, it, it seems like like every time I see the picture of him and, and his daughter, I just be like, damn, dog, Kobe gone. Like it don't seem it, it doesn't seem right. So I, it, it leads me to the question of why does Kobe, or why does a legend of his status fuck? Dalute, do we? All right. So, why is it that a a legend of, of his stature seems to be immortal? You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that I can come up with is like this is brand new to us because all of our all time basketball legends are still here. Bill Russell's still here. Oscar Robinson is still here. Mike is still here. You know, uh, Jerry West is still. But, uh, all right. So all of those guys are still here. So, like, do they, are, are these legends, do they seem immortal to y'all too? Or is this just something that, this is like the new normal. We got to get used to these guys dying in order for it to not hit as hard, I guess.
5: I think, I think, I think we talked about that, uh, already as in we grew up with Kobe. Like if Bill Russell left us today, it'd be like, oh man, one time for, you know, Bill, but, uh, Kobe, we've seen the, we evolved with Kobe together. Coming from but, high school, but but other but other people
4: other people have died too in tragic accidents. Uh, um, the, the Michael the,
5: Jackson
1: Prince. No,
4: no, no, I'm talking about we, sports, I'm talking like we didn't, sports athletes. I'm, I'm thinking of like Roy Holiday. He died tragically in a in a plane crash. Uh, uh Cedric Benson. Uh, but these are like just that's like lower tier athletes. But for me, for some we reason, didn't, like I was the
5: less you didn't you didn't you didn't grow up with Benson and Holiday. You didn't you didn't. Or run home on a on a on a Friday to see co- your couch to watch Kobe time. You, right. you didn't you didn't <clears> you didn't you didn't go for low uh cut on ESPN to watch Lower Marion and play and watch right. the draft to see who's this Kobe kid right. coming out of uh, coming out of sports. Endless interviews
4: uh, yeah. uh, yeah. and, and I just jump shots. Right. I feel like when players are like at that position or at that stature. That they are protected, that they're like they're not as I guess vulnerable to to, to these type of accidents, you know. So I, I don't yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, this is no. this is the one part of life, Dale. That's
2: that's super I know, fair, bro. bro. I know and nobody, no matter how powerful,
0: understand it.
5: Like I, I, I really, I don't know why I feel no, like I, no, no, no. I, I feel you. You're right. It it, 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 it it seems like like a plane crash or a helicopter crash is like above Kobe. Like, yeah, I I, I, I agree, it seemed real. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I, I agree with you on that one. Like, how does it happen? Like, how does it happen to Kobe? Like, this ain't real. He gonna pop back up uh, next week, like-
3: Some
2: some would say that this is a way to, this has gotten people's attention, man. This has got people really changing how they're gonna go about their lives going forward. And sometimes, you know, I, I I don't like to get, I'm not the most Bible spiritual warrior, but, Sometimes that's what God does. God is going to take something that's, that's going to capture everybody's attention to get everybody. Very true. And know, that's what's messing and, with me, man. I don't know. Hold I don't know, Jay. I hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Someone, someone mentioned Roy Halliday. To be honest, Roy Halliday is actually our age. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, 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 nobody watches baseball. He didn't He's win it at that level. Right. And so Kobe achieved, was at the mountaintop. He had rings. So he, was, he had captured everybody's attention. And right. he was great. So that added to it. Plus, he played for the Lakers, which is not just a, a great NBA team. That's a world team, like the Yankees, like the 49ers, like the Dallas Cowboys. So everybody knows those teams. Like like uh, uh, Gino said, Asians know Kobe. They know Lakers. You know, they may not right. know everything about it. But that's why some some may say that's why he was used. Because maybe we need to wake up and figure some things out. Like you said, low that mama mentality, you need to take that into <laughs> your everyday life, man, about man,
0: being. Negative. I I don't I disagree with yeah. that sentiment only because I feel like yeah. um, you know just like low, I feel like I've lost too many people and and I mean not it's it's to me it's just the easy way for people to cope with the idea that something so tragic has happened that you know like this is this was meant to be. But I we said the same thing when when, um, when you know, when Michael Jackson died, when Whitney died, when you know, we need to, we need to, you know, hold on to the people that we love, and we need to hug our people more. It's just what happens when people die. That, you know, you feel you try to put it into some kind of context so that it makes sense to you because it just doesn't make sense. But there's no sense to be made of this. I refuse to believe like this was some higher power. So that we can have some better understanding. He would have done G- more don't here worry. on earth with these children, working with these kids, putting All his brilliant right. mind to work, than he is dead. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that shit. Yeah, but man. G- I just want to G- ask him. G-
1: go, go, some- go ahead, Jake. Go, go, G- uh, go ahead and chime in.
6: I kind of want to add a little perspective, too, as uh, far as the layout, as far as LA and where Kobe lived, right, in Orange County, and the traffic that happens. You know, you could be stuck in the traffic, you know, hours if you don't leave right you know if you don't leave right at a certain time and i'll say this you know i don't want to sound morbid but i remember thinking because kobe would go to practice he would take a chopper the chopper from um orange county to el segundo uh, where kendall's office is where that's where the lakers practice facility is like five in the morning like every day. And if he wasn't, you know what I mean? So like to the game, you know what I mean? So I was just, I remember thinking like, yo, he taking these choppers like cars. And I mean, sometimes two a day, you know what I mean? Back and forth to LA. Statistically. Uh, So it was, I, I remember thinking this and I hate to say it. Like, damn, Cole, you just can't get in the car. This is, you know, obviously before any of this happened, you know, um, you know, because I, you know, I, I just I feel like if you do something so many times, you greater the chance of something wrong going yes, wrong. That's
0: what I mean statistically. Do you think? You do mean, you think? Like you, you were
4: saying, G, that he's leaving like five in the morning. Do you think, like, if he drove at five in the morning, like if he drove, which, yeah, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have he, traffic.
6: He wouldn't have traffic at five in the morning coming from where he was. But that's I'm just I'm talking about like his practice days. But the but time it, that he's isn't, isn't
0: that kind of like the lifestyle, though. Because I mean, even Kawhi Leonard said that he's used that pilot several times. Yeah, used yeah. The time for going back, I mean, because the traffic is I mean, crazy you have here. That kind of money and power it seems like that's just uh, something that comes with. You know, it's definitely for, like, it's definitely a lifestyle care.
6: thing. It's definitely a lifestyle thing. I, you know, I kind of want. I just wanted to speak to. uh So five in the morning was when he was playing ball every when he was a Laker. Uh, right. But you know, but now those things start. You know, it's later in the day because. He don't have to get up until ten and leave for a game for his daughter, which starts at twelve. You know what I mean? It's a little different. So, but I, my only point to saying all this and I move on is that I just remember thinking, um, I just wish he would take less choppers because, you know, since since the time that he moved to Orange County, to you know, he probably flew a thousand times, if not more. You know what I mean? So I I was always I was always I worried about that, that.
0: Well, Newport New, Newport too, California we that's uh, packed with his uh, wife Vanessa. That, uh, would, hey, bros! Bro,
1: hey, bro Hey, hey, bros! I don't mean to cut y'all off. Hey, we 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 gonna take a little break. Um. Black and stone, <laughs> y'all
3: stupid.
4: Oh. Can't believe it. Just see, just seeing that, man. 78 to 2020. That shit just don't seem real,
0: man. For the first several days, I couldn't even like I, I was getting angry. I couldn't watch anything because I would get angry at the fact that I felt like people were already talking about him in the past tense. It bothered the hell out of me. Like right. it was like already telling, like, oh, I remember when we were in the locker room. I'm like, why are you talking about this cat like he ain't here? And you're know, like I- already talking about him like he ain't here. I it was it was so bad. It is,
4: is it just me? But like when he's t- like when they play back like like his his lectures or, or his documentaries and stuff. stuff, It seems like it's like post life. Like that yeah. shit. That shit is
0: just. He was bigger than life, bro. He was. I, I mean, this he shit was larger than life. Real, for sure. bro. This shit just don't. You know what, you know what also like uh, caught my ear was that um, listening to Tracy McGrady. Man, right. I heard that. that he I heard. I know there what you're saying. were times that he wanted to die early in life. He did not want to get
4: old. Power of the tongue. I speak. I, that's why I respect what G says. When he says him and his wife got the gray hair. Love. Speak that shit into existence, man. I don't talk death. I talk life. I, I, I say, I'm claiming that I'm going to see my great-grand. Me and my wife will live to see our great-grand.
0: Now he might have said that shit before he had kids, obviously, but. Yeah, but like, you don't don't talk that shit, man. Cause it was bothering Tracy. Like you could see, he was like, he always said that he wanted okay. to die, but while, you know, young. Like it was bothering him for real. All right, brothers, we, we, we
1: coming back in uh, to continue. Uh, good positive discussion, you know, because again, even though Kobe is, is is has left the earth, he's in heaven, um, blessing us with gems. You know, he's forcing us to talk about things that we we do need to talk about. Um, and again, I'm gonna keep focusing, just cherishing life and living life to the fullest, and making sure your family is taken care of after you have gone. Um, again, for our audience, you can get at us at the, uh, at email us questions, concerns, comments at the First Club Podcast at Gmail, and come vi- and you can visit our IG page. At the Ferals Club Pod uh, on IG. So, um, back to the nitty gritty. Uh, Nash, I think he was about to g- give us some more gems, cause you know I know how politically correct you, you try to be, and you don't be trying to offend nobody and, and strong views. But I mean, you, you you touching on some on some good stuff, man. Cause uh, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. When we was doing the production meeting um, last week, I never thought about. You know, when we added Kobe to to our segment, I never thought about you know how it it, it could awaken uh, our community in, in focusing on things that we need to talk about dealing with health, wealth, um, you know, and and just cherishing each other while we here, man. Telling each other that we love each other and all that, all that, all that good stuff. Um, give give us some more gems, man, because it it looked like you you got a pen and pad over there that look like, you've been giving this some thought. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested.
0: It's, it's always, um, it's always, you know, life and death is always real. You know, it's very touchy. You know, everybody is affected again, like Lo said, in, in different ways. Um, I feel like life is definitely things like this take the wind out of myself. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just another reminder. Um, you know like Lil said that you know I get you just get accustomed to life happening and this is just real stuff you know you live long enough and you deal with enough pain and loss you know sometimes things just become you know you get a little jaded you know that's why I kind of felt this whole idea that you know this was kind of meant to be somehow it's just kind of beyond me um you know <clears throat> him and his wife Vanessa had didn't fly together they made a pact that they would never fly together that was you know very fascinating that they even knew that the, the that there's a chance you know statistically that if we both are together that if something happens we don't want you know the kids to be without a, a parent I mean that was thought out that was a, something that they sat down and, and and had to communicate with each other and, and you know those are things that is you know parents and, and people who are raising children or whatever if you're in a marriage you know that communication just has to be so key because you know, life is just so short and um, you just got to be able to, you know, have at least a plan in place. Um, so I just thought that that was really, you know, fascinating that they had that conversation and, and made sure that they never flew together if they could help it. Um, I, I a, want, a, a- a- man.
3: Oh, go ahead.
5: Go ahead. Lo. I, I would say it, it's funny you say that, you know, I have a, a uncle. He's in a, a very well retired from being a very high executive with Exxon Mobile, the oil company and his family that's always been their uh mantra as in not traveling together so i don't know if it's like it was like kind of like a elite status another cultural thing uh maybe a pay grade thing that you know people they had that conversation but uh they're the ones who got kind of got me hip to it like when they come in town or whatever they all take separate flights or uh someone drives or does this I mean they never fly together we were always like like what do you what do you mean i don't you know fly like together they said well you know in case something happens you know we got to keep our name going on so yeah that's i mean it, 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 it's it it's it's i think it's something like uh um, it's really think about uh especially people who have stature and i will say like with, with money like who, who really needs to keep keep the name going. I think they talk about that all, all the time. Like, like, it's another something our culture, you know, just isn't really uh, into yet, but we'll get there.
3: Yeah. Wow, right. that, hey, yeah. That, yeah. That,
1: I, I never heard that before, man. That's the first I heard it, of, that they, they actually plan on flying separately just because of, I guess. Wow. Right? Yeah. Man, that's that's, a, that's an elite type shit right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. To give a little bit more context, that's, that's what they're saying. They're saying that Kobe and Vanessa, Unless they were flying as a family, they would all. That, that's the only time that they would all fly in the helicopters. But if they're going someplace, like they would never just the two of them go on the helicopter together. Wow. It would all be that have to be them and obviously some of the kids or. Uh, or them all together, but they would never—I I guess like a double date type of thing—they wouldn't take the airplane, uh, take the uh, helicopter t- together. But I—I I didn't know that that was some elite shit either. I thought that that was just something for him and his wife. I, I
1: don't—I don't mean to focus on the sad part of, of his of his uh, legacy too. I mean not a sad part of his legacy, but I mean of the tragedy itself. But man, I was watching Shaq, man and how he was talking about Kobe and. One thing I, I didn't realize was he was he was uh, actually about to be on the ballot for Hall of Fame induction this year, man like yeah. and when Shaq was sitting there talking about how yeah. you know he's gonna miss, you know, just you know, everybody know they, they, they I'm not gonna say they didn't like each other, but I mean they were just so competitive as as little brother and big brother that, you know, Shaq put it in perspective, man, he, he's gonna miss the fact that he's not gonna have the opportunity to tease Kobe about his Hall of Fame induction or, you know, congratulate him um, you know, praise him. Um, because Kobe definitely was gonna be the, the the marquee um you know inductee for this Hall of Fame class. And, you know, now I mean we we actually gonna get cheated to that, man. You know, I know Jordan has his his famous Hall of Fame speech when he cried and said, you know, you know, my my, my career's not over. I can still get out there pretty much. I, I kind of think when Kobe was gonna do his introduction, he was going he was gonna try to make it a little bit more spicy than Mike. You know what I'm saying? And
0: so let me, I just this, like, man. let me ask you this. Uh, um, I mean, do you guys think that, because I was thinking about this as well, about the, the Hall of Fame thing, and I think that it's also unfair to the other guys who are going to be inducted with him that they are going to be completely overshadowed.
1: Right, yeah, that's a good point. his, that's his point. name
0: being in that. Like, the whole thing will be about him. And so right. I wonder, is it possible to just put Kobe in by himself and then everybody gee, until next year to, what you think
1: in? i mean do th- do you think it's fair? you think the NBA can make that adjustment? I mean, what do you think, G? I mean
6: you I mean, you gotta think about it like this um, wasn't nobody gonna if he was alive, it still would have been about Kobe, you know with the people, mm-hmm. he, yeah, with, the people with the people with the people hes going in different. with you know what I mean he's still like you say, he's still the marquee person um. I actually probably will, you know, unless I'm, a, unless I'm a equal to who Kobe was in the game, you know, I don't even really, I don't even know who's up for it outside of um Kobe. Um, Facts. So <laughs> Kobe I, be, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even care. I probably would want to be attached to the time that Kobe, you know, if I'm not like somebody that's, that was as big as him, like a AI or something like that, then that that's different. Although AI is already in, right. But, um, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying, um, Statue wise, I don't really know if anybody that's getting in this year is as it's, big as Kobe. It's, Kobe.
4: it's Kobe, KG, and Tim Duncan. It's it's a heavy class. Oh shit! Yeah,
6: yeah, that's
0: Angel. what I'm saying. That's what I mean. This is it's loaded this year. That's yeah. So, so yeah so if as, as if as Kevin Kevin Garnett and, and Tim Duncan, you say, wow. all uh, time take break. them to say next year, like let it just be about Kobe. Yeah, because it, this is not going to be about I mean, them at all. Like, this yeah, this this might true.
1: be one of the this might be one of the unique um, Hall of Fame inductions ever in NBA history because, like you said, you got some heavy hitters, man, like Tim Duncan and KG with yeah, Kobe. I mean, like, look, I mean, look. no disrespect to Kobe, but, I mean, those two players alone, they're both icons in their position. Right, yep. And Tim Duncan well. statistically
0: yep. is better than all of them.
1: Like, right. Statistically so, I mean, and, and, and look, it's not a shot against Kobe's career, but, I mean, yeah, that's – you got a good point, Nash. You got a great point. Um – Another thing, like, uh, so this this logo change, um, you know, currently a Laker it is the logo. Mr. West himself that actually found Kobe and drafted Kobe, or made the actual allegedly. He's not. He's not. He's he never oh,
0: allegedly. <laughs> allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly, but um, he's
4: never formally a uh, a uh, claim to be the official logo. But
1: go ahead. Right. Right. He, right. Um. But how do y'all feel about Kobe, uh, I guess, gracing the NBA logo going forward? Change the
3: logo. Change it?
5: Change the logo. Stop playing with it. Change the logo. Even if, honestly, even, I mean, if for All-Star weekend, it's got to be changed, like, just, they, they got to make, <clears throat> excuse me. This commissioner has not made it, Have y'all heard a statement for this commissioner yet? Am I, am uh, I just, like, blind to this? He released a statement. Did but he? it was impactful, though. Okay, yeah. so, exactly. So, he has to make some type of splash, some type of statement that really is going to honor this man, Kobe Bryant, and what he's done. And they, it's so simple. I say to do an All-Star weekend in two weeks, change the logo for the weekend, the, the, the give it back to the unofficial Jerry West logo. But you got to do something with logo. They, you have to, they, man. They
4: honoring Kobe for the for the uh, All-Star. They're changing the format. It just don't seem like that's enough man, Thank you. Is that, oh. It's not enough. Well, I'm, I'm I, say I this. I agree okay. with changing
0: the logo, but after he, you know, I, I agree with the arguments of why the logo will not change. You All can't, right. the NBA is not going to admit that this logo is Kobe Bryant because then they're going to have to pay him for his likeness.
2: And then the
0: question becomes how much and, you know, right. what, is the, what, is, what is his likeness worth? and they're not gonna pay him for that. They're not gonna they're pay not gonna to for that. They're not gonna admit the logo is Jerry West. Right, you they know? don't like, like Jerry West to this day has never been right. paid like, for like his likeness. Said,
4: this shit is big business, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey, it's always
0: money over morality. Gangster business, too. But, but like, check this. It. That's gangster that, that he knows that that's him, but he's never been paid for now his his <laughs>
4: his the thing. Now, they could use Kobe's logo but they would need Vanessa and, and his right right off they would need to sign off on it to say like hey we don't want anything from this but Kobe yeah. he's definitely worthy so if if his wife was to sign off on it, uh, do, do y'all think that that's a, a viable solution or do y'all do y'all think that the Brian should get
5: paid as a state Not the money it's not about the money it's about the statement that's that's what I'm saying. Who cares about you know, here, here's a million dollars. Put it in the logo. They're not worried about the money. They're worried about, uh, fifty years down the line that this man Kobe Bryant it, is it, still being recognized and revered as he is
0: now. It,
1: it, yes, I think yes. You
0: also forget. I think you also but, forget. That's a good point. Low the
5: point.
1: However, however, but low, We 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 just talked about about uh the estate and how hey. you know what I'm saying when 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 somebody dies, the family gets into this you know, gets into the selfish mode that, you know, like opportunities, like the logo comes up. And and I'm not saying Vanessa is vindictive or anything like that, but that's her husband. Like, I'm going to give you a perfect example. Hold on, y'all. So we're all brothers, right? Y'all know Alpha fraternity, our fraternity, had a very, very nasty suit with the MLK Memorial for years because of elements like Coretta. Because Coretta felt like if my husband is going to be immortalized on, on, the, on the mall in D.C., how are y'all going to go above my head to use his likeness, you you know, uh, hire a designer to design his face and all the, all these aspects of her husband's legacy, right? And she gave, she actually gave us a hard time uh, in giving us the rights to actually do the MLK, MLK Memorial in D.C. So to relate it back to Kobe, Lo, you're right. I mean, the NBA does need to make a statement and just just do it. However, legally, it's not. It's going to be a fight because, again, every time she looks at that logo, man, she might feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? You know, and be like, man, look.
0: It ain't even my husband. The NBA is not going to do it, man. As a conservative, I
4: I consider myself like a conservative capitalist, and I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh shit! I Uh I need every. I need every dime of what I'm worth. Every dime, bro. You know what
3: I'm
5: bro. saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm
4: talking this,
5: about Did this, on. On. Did this dude call himself a what? A conservative <laughs> capitalist, Black <laughs> Republican, that's what
4: i
3: Black Republican, you <laughs> it right up. I need every
4: dime of <laughs> what up. I'm worth, nigga. Cause ain't no telling what all happened. All I heard him say I'm is going he mowing for Trump.
3: That's nah, all I heard. I definitely
4: mowing for Trump. But I mean, shit, nigga, I'm about that change. I'm about the bag. But I will – who knows what's going to happen with my assets and things falling apart, nigga. That logo can take care of my family five, ten generations down the line. I, I need if every dollar. If they
0: ain't paying Jerry West, they ain't paying Kobe.
5: Absolutely. Okay. Let me say this. They need to make a NBA outside of the All-Star Weekend. They need to make a bigger statement of how we going to uh, mourn Kobe. That's okay. All. I'll keep it at that. I'll keep it as that. The,
0: the low idea, I, I think, is great. I would be all for changing the lows, but just knowing that they didn't play Jerry West all this time, it ain't happening. Terrible.
3: How do, you, how do but,
4: y'all? How do y'all? How do y'all? How do y'all see this shit playing out, like for the actual memorial, man? Because I feel like they have to. They got to shut the league down for like at least three, four days because they've every, already done it, though. I mean, y'all niggas. No, I don't think. No, don't think <laughs> I mean, they've, they've already, already done it, man. Done. He's Y'all gonna sure have. Is. They talking about having his memorial at the um at the uh, Coliseum because it seats ninety thousand people. Because Rose, uh, we Rose, Rose Bowl, baby.
6: We As went to the Rose Bowl. We went to the Rose Bowl, baby. They, they want we to have it Rose Bowl, because,
4: baby. Because the entire, again, the entire NBA, the the, no, play, the world, the, word, the world. But, but I'm just saying, just but I'm talking about shutting. They have to shut down the NBA for days because the players who are active in the league gonna want to attend.
1: Yeah, but and, the thing is, the thing is, they've already done that for the last week. That's what NASA's saying. Like at some they, point, but mean, why are
4: they saying they're saying that the Staples Center is too small? They're saying you can't that. have a memorial. They, they, they got to have it at a football stadium that seats almost like a two hundred something thousand people because right. they think they're anticipating that the NBA players are going to come, not only the current NBA players, but the past NBA players, coaching staff, and everything. So. I just I, – I can't see it no other way. I feel like they, uh, they got the, the game's down for a for, for Hey, a man,
1: days. look, I, I just feel bad for Adam Silver, man. He got a – he got a monumental ahead for the, for the next month and a half, for the next I year. Think all think the he's way done – I think they've done a good job
0: so far, though. I mean, to change the whole – the whole um, – uh, NBA
1: All-Star format. All-Star
0: weekend format, you know, from everybody wearing his jersey to – Changing the entire format of the game that it, you know, you got to equal up 24 for you can, before you can win the game. I mean, I think those are all wonderful so, things to make that whole weekend about Kobe. I mean, that's that that's that's a lot. I think so.
1: Look, so look, since, since I'm the resident sneakerhead, you know, on the group on this, on this podcast, to
0: start talking about tennis Gino, shoes
1: again. Gino, man, look, <laughs> no, no, and, and, and this actually is related to Kobe, man, which you know, man, it, 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 it kind of. this which I don't agree with but I do agree with but you know the hype beast aspect of Kobe now dealing with with the sneaker game man it's been crazy I don't know if y'all heard man Nike had to actually stop selling Kobe paraphernalia and products because man the resale and 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 hypebeast of Kobe's that was um, false I mean t-shirt false. shoes false.
5: but the, Ni- the Nike aspect yeah yeah but the Nike that was false
1: they said it
4: actually, they, they sold out. They, originally, it came out to give context to the people that listen, listening. Uh, the, the, the story was that Nike had to pull down all of the merchandise uh, because they were afraid that resellers were going to hike up the costs. And um, they are. But that, that isn't actually what happened. They, they, they came back and said that the merchandise actually just sold out. So before
1: they before they re-release it, they're gonna I, I guess do it in a different kind of way. But that's, so correction, thank you, thank you for the clarity. No, you know my bag, a I, 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 little fake news, my bag. But however, <laughs> I was trying. Look, I was trying to cop me a pair of Kobe's because Gino knows I don't own a pair of Kobe's in my closet. So
6: mm-hmm. me either. Um, I was gonna get so this one
1: too. I felt some type of way man I couldn't even look I went to all of the joints even the international joints man and like cats on the resale market on StockX and GOAT and um stadium goods and all these other platforms man man they hype beast and look no disrespect to Kobe rest in heaven but some of the weakest versions of Kobe shoes that cats would never wear are going for like 250 bro like two fifty, five hundred dollars for a pair of Kobes that Normally, that would go for maybe about a hundred bucks, maybe about $90. Man, so you know, how do y'all yeah, feel about yeah, that? in this hey, type hey, of situation, it's
5: always gonna come up, yeah. Is it NAS? I was that's where I was going. <laughs> any 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 tragedy, someone's always com- coming up on the uh, on the back end. I don't care where you, I don't care what it is, if it's Katrina, if it's wow. uh, you know, I mean, uh, if it's Kobe's death, there's somebody who uh-huh. said, okay. A Kobe plane went down. They said, "All right, how can we make some money off of this?" I mean, that, yeah. that's that's their job. It's unfortunate, but it, but, it, but that's mm-hmm. what they call. Uh, I forgot what they call. I'm gonna say ambulance chasers, but that's the lawyers. But there are people like that in the world who who come off off of uh, tragedies every single day. Absolutely. Hey,
1: Gino, give give me some insight on this because I heard that after the crash and after they they um did a forensic you know um you know they did a forensic review of the crime scene not the crime scene but the the uh crash scene um it was actually people going out there to get pieces of the of the actual helicopter bro is that they, true
6: they had to um stop yeah they had to stop cut off around <laughs> the um the perimeter so people can get in couldn't get in
0: I was like, how is it that they were even getting in? I mean, this was a, this was, a, I mean, it it was wasn't like, a crime you know, scene, but this was a crash that needed to be preserved well, you to let they right. be investigated. How did they even let people in there?
6: So, it's, not le- it's not a, it's not a, it was, uh, it's nature. It's like, it's a mountain. Okay. Okay. You know I mean, so it's kind of like a mountain cliff. It's like, if you think of like a a, res- a reservation area, there's so many in, in ways, entries, you know what I mean? Uh, for people to get there, you know, they would have to have somebody manned, the actual pieces, um you know, until they cleaned everything up. So it, it was a way in there. I mean, because that was that was a you know that was right behind people's cribs. People walk and hike those places. Okay, you know.
1: So hey, man, um, it, we we spent pretty much the, the the whole podcast the tribute to Kobe. Please um, least okay. I, I wanna I wanna just end off on a positive notes. We usually take uh you know parting shots in in our g- goodbye segment. You know. But, um, we could just change the tone and just you know, I guess our party shots can can be more of a what's on your mind, and if you want to relate it to Kobe or not, you know what I'm saying you can, but again, uh I'll start off with just saying like, man, you know, again, like I said at the beginning of the cast that kobe Kobe's death is is a lesson to all uh, to cherish life one, two, uh we, I never knew how much influence he had on the world and on basketball, and just in sports in general. I do, uh, we, we didn't really touch on this, but Kobe was a, a, a true champion of women's athletics. Uh, I know that WNBA doesn't get a lot of um, publicity credit, and it's not funded as vastly as the NBA is. So a lot of people don't know Kobe was really championing the WNBA. Uh, I know he was an a, a, a avid, uh, and, gee, you can back me up on this, he was an avid Sparks fan. He's he yeah. Sparks he uh, during, during their downtimes and and their – the, the championship here so big big salute to Kobe man, much love to you and having brother. I know you up there with park and big, you know what I'm saying for champion women's athletics because we don't really give the women the platform to to show their talents also um and i'm i'm gonna, I'm gonna send it over in order to nash uh your pardon shots or final final words on the Kobe topic
0: yeah, just um again, cherish life it's it's very short things that um you know, things that we worry about and, and put a lot of um, uh, attention on and energy on is usually things that we probably don't even need to be putting that energy and attention on. To me, the only thing that really matters in life is 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 life, living life, loving, and trying to experience all of that with the, the five senses we've been given by the creator. Um, you know, going after the bag and all of that is is all good because you gotta have money to live, but you know, Again, I said earlier, just the one thing about life that's super fair is that it, everybody got to come and everybody got to go, and you no know, one doesn't matter about power and prestige and money and all of that. Steve Jobs and all these guys and the trillionaires—it don't matter. You got to go somebody at some point, point. and so you know, I think that we all just—it would—it would behoove us to just love the people that we claim that we love, love them hard, love them good. Um, the friendships and the relationships that we claim are that we claim are important to us that we try to cultivate those and try to make sure that we tend to those and tell the people that we love them and tell them how we feel about them without um, you know and so that there's not a whole lot of regret when when people are are gone and taken from us because it's going to happen and and we're all of that age i'm forty four years old um, and you know my my parents were just here this weekend. Um, shout out to mom and dad you know my dad is 89 years old 88 years old and my, my mom is 82 and so you know time is of the essence you know what I'm saying so you try to have that face time you hug hard and, and smell them and, and, and look, take pictures visual pictures with your eyeballs and, and, and video camera and so that you can hear their voice when they're gone but this is what life is man and so prepare yourself for for these kind of moments especially the older you get because we're gonna lose people uh it's, it's just be best that you do the best you can to live the best way you can. You know, love hard, live hard, and, and when it's gone, you know, it's just what it is.
1: Thank you, Nas. All right. Uh G, I'm gonna save you for last since you are a resident LA uh expert in TMZ um okay. and extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. Uh Lo, you go ahead, man. Give us some give us some gems to end off.
5: Um that birthday party, show up. That family reunion, show up. That dinner that your cousin's doing to get the family together once a month, show up. Cause when they gone, it ain't gonna it, be no more dinners. You know, uh I'm uh been in a blessed family where, you know, we have family dinners once a month, uh family gatherings once a month, and you know, we we do everything we can to show up. Other families don't do that, but it's important. If you if you're out there, you can get your family together. Just I mean, just, just get ice cream together. Do that. You know, we we all have kids. but We have to uh, show them how we should. You know, love on one another because, I mean, tomorrow's not promised. Um, it's it's this has been a tragedy. It's it's been definitely uh, eye opening, but. Also, at the end of the day, it's it's about re it's it's a, a reset. You get that mama mentality back, you know, and go after those things that you always want. So you can get your roses and give your roses while you're here, because tomorrow's not promised. Um, like I said, I love each and every one of you guys. I mean, wholeheartedly, and I know you love me. Um, but let's uh, we 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 always do more. Let, let's just let's let's just commit to do it more. For our families, you know, more for our communities, and just being difference makers, you know, out here, manly deeds, scholarship, love for our mankind. Solid guy. Hey, man, Hey, I appreciate that, low man.
1: You hit it right on the head, man. Because college days do swiftly pass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it over to uh, Dale to give us some uh, jewels. Also, uh, Dale's man, hit, hit us with something, man. You know, I. Um, I mean, yeah this this is this is real stuff, man. Um, I'm actually I'm reading this book by uh
4: Ryan Holiday. It's called Stillness Is Is Key. And uh it, it's actually relevant to to this uh to this tragedy. You know, it's about uh, uh just being able to be still, man. Just enjoy life. Uh j- just being able to to enjoy life. Uh, you know, we so busy chasing the bag, we so consumed with our careers, you know what I'm saying? Like we we're not Focusing on the precious things in life, you know what I'm saying. So, man, love your kids, man. Hug your kids tight. Love them kids, man. Love your wife. Love your family. Your people out there that y'all out there holding grudges, man. Let that shit go. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to, to Gibbs, man. I don't hold. I, I, I don't. I don't hold grudges because my hands too busy catching blessings. You know what I'm saying. Like go out here and love these people. Tomorrow ain't promised. Uh, uh, live life. Enjoy life rest in peace to 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 kobe Uh, rest in peace to all of the victims and uh man god bless that brothers his parents man because it's nothing worse than having to do what they're doing they're they're burying their son and as far as i know they're burying their son when they were on bad terms and that just gotta that that just pierces my soul man so life is short Uh, uh focus on life uh the other material shit. The, the money chasing the 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 career chasing all that shit is bullshit man what matters the most is 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 life man that's why i always say on the group live life because that's what we got to do man live
1: life we only get one live the hell out of it thank you thank you brother mckinley and lastly we, uh we're gonna give it up to to big g eighth one in the world um i just want to tell you g man you sharing that that um you know, your, your experience with Kobe earlier. I never knew that, you know, I mean, we family and you never told me none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just want to thank you, man, for sharing that brother. That's, that's really impactful. That's deep. Um, give us your last words on, on the topic and uh, we can transition on out brother.
6: Um, <clears throat> Yeah, man. I just want to say that um, um, I'm thankful for the time that we had with Kobe. You know what I mean? Um and I think what's more um speak to his legacy is the mentality he left behind. I think that'll be um that you know that's a that's a beautiful legacy to um to leave behind. Obviously his beautiful girls. I've had concerns about him not having a son, so his, his last name could live on, you know. Um that's that's been a question of mine. But, you know, that's not that is not for me, you know. That's not for me. Um, uh, to want something wanted something more for him when he was so God, was so blessed, you know. Um but yeah, man, I just you know, I just want to say, you know, like Lil said, I love y'all. I try to tell y'all that as much as I can. Um I'm in touch with that and I'm okay with that. Me telling another man that I love him as often as I think about it. Um But um it's funny man because i you know some a a fraternity brother me and him had some issues he attended my event the other night and um he wanted to talk to me yesterday um so we can clear the air so i think that's you know stuff like this is already kind of changing and having an effect on my life um moving forward I'm a positive God. try to stay, keep it in that energy, man. So I think this is only just gonna make me, you know, try to get those things out of, off of me. I want nothing, nothing bad or opportunity for somebody to say that they didn't get a chance to, to to figure out, you know, whatever differences we had out with me, God forbid something happened. And uh, lastly, um, I hug my kids, tell them I love them and kiss them every day. Probably gonna double that up. Um, yeah, man. Um I'm thankful that we got this out, man, because it was it was therapeutic. I was I was wondering how we was gonna face it. Um but I'm glad we did it. And I think that's this ended up better than uh than I could ever imagine I hope. Thank you, Brother G. Yeah. So lastly, listeners,
1: uh you can get at us email, any comments, questions, concerns, um, at feralsclubpodcast@gmail.com. Club Podcast at gmail dot com uh go to IG like us add us at the first club pod on IG and when we post these podcasts man we need those comments and that feedback too on YouTube you can subscribe uh to to our, our podcast via YouTube um again well, we want to wish Kobe his family and all the other victims of the, of the tragedy um you know uh blessings and and, and prayers and uh we, we got some heat coming soon for y'all, for, for my Wilberforce University alumni audience and, uh, and current students. We got some big things coming pretty soon. Yeah. Um, please stay tuned. We got some heat coming for y'all in, in regards to uh, Dawn Dance. So thank you very much. Uh, God bless, love, peace, and soul to everybody. And we see y'all next time. Farrell's Club,
2: out.